When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winter is here. Book your flu vaccination online today at chemistwarehouse.co.nz and South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider. This is Blues Brothers with Steve Devine and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. I say goodbye even though I'm blue, even though I'm blue, even though I'm blue. I never thought they would break my heart, but boy, did they break my heart. Weren't they disappointing? This is a show where we're going to supposed to celebrate the Blues, but how can you celebrate that performance? The Blues getting absolutely savaged, ravaged, beaten up, and absolutely butchered by the Crusaders, 52 points to 15. My co-host won the Super Rugby Championship with the Blues back in 2003. He played 10 tests for the All Blacks, and he has absolutely been... Ruined having to come in here tonight and having to talk about his beloved team because there are not a lot of positives to say, but we're going to try and find some amongst this absolutely and utterly embarrassing performance. Steve Devine, good evening, welcome. Hi. <laughs> it's been a tough week. Oh, it has been it is, a mate. tough week. Uh, to all the people that I offended earlier in the week, uh, early last week, by saying the Blues are going to win and win easy. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I I know. Um, um, yeah, I know. I played up on a bit of humour, and I thought we'd do a lot better than that, and we didn't. But I think everybody did, Steve. So I don't yeah. think you have to apologise. It's easy to be a coward wise after the fact. What was most disappointing for you, mate? I, uh, mate, I just think they tried. They tried to play rugby. Uh, you know, they saved. They saved. They didn't really try to play rugby all year until. Um, the first 15 minutes of that match when they tried to do a lot of second man plays and it seemed like they had five opportunities and you know in 10 passes they dropped five balls and um, and that was it the game was over after 15 minutes yeah. mate it was they just forgot they just forgot we've heard it all year from other coaches we've heard it for all years from players um, from the Chiefs from the Crusaders from Wellington keep it simple and they didn't keep it simple they didn't try and go forward they tried to go around the Crusaders and they they got smoked yeah, at Crusaders, very good too at the breakdown. Oh. A lot of turnovers at key times as well. Just guys like Nepo Laulala just missing in action at times. You and know, it's a simple... You, you know, they talk about throwing a blanket over your tight five. Well, boy, it was just so disjointed. It's a very simple game when you're going forward. You know, and Crusaders were just going forward. They're going forward on defence. They're going forward on attack. And it's it's a very simple game. And and that's what it comes down to. And they were just... The Crusaders were going forward. It's easy to get turnovers when you're going forward to the ruck because uh, you've made a tackle to, behind the defensive line. It's easy. And and they it was just too easy for them. I've said this, and I mean, Joey Wheeler, I know Martin Devlin and a few people have had a bit of a laugh at my expense on this. And I'm not saying that he's not a great player. I'm not saying that he, he hasn't been a great all-black. But I just have always felt this team was better this year um, without Bowden Barrett. I, I just felt Plummer... Uh, was a better option at first 5-8. We've heard about 
what the communication that he brings to this team when he does start. We saw Stephen Perifeta come on. I thought he was very good when he was given his opportunity. Um, but also I, I wonder too whether part of the problem with Bowden Barrett this season is this constant rest and rotation and then you throw in the injuries. And, you know, we've never had that. The Blues just didn't ever had an opportunity for one player to settle in that 10 shirt. Yeah, we spoke, we've spoken a lot about Bodie this year. He's been a big part of the team. And, uh, yeah, he's certainly not in his best form. Um, I, I don't think anyone will doubt that. I, I probably suggested um, Bodie would, would probably say that himself. He, You know, he's, he's, he's just lost that ability to take the ball to the line and, and get the defensive team to, to stop that rush defence. And, yeah, it just, it just hasn't worked for him um, this year, unfortunately. And But, uh, you know, he, he is... A super athlete. He is a super rugby player, and he, um, you know, he, he will get another chance in in a black jumper probably this season, and he'll need to he'll need to perform in that jumper because, um, yeah, I, I certainly don't think it's been his best season. I can sort of understand um, properly. He coming out and saying, "Look, I'm proud of the team we made." the semi-finals but then at the same time I just laugh at it because the reality is there's only five good teams in this competition and so you're sort of celebrating the fact that you finished beat, fourth that we beat the Hurricanes yeah mate I yeah it hurt it hurt yeah, you know in the in the heat of the moment you're trying to find uh, some small gains there wasn't there wasn't a lot of gains to find for that game unfortunately they you know they, they dropped the ball big time and um they dropped the ball big time and they, you know, he, he was clutching at straws and, and come up with that. And, um, you know, it's, you know, a, a good captain will, will, will make um, good excuses and, you know, maybe that wasn't the best excuse. We're going to hand out our bouquets, our brick bats. We're going to go through our Blues player of the season, breakout players, etc. cetera, our best performance. But if you want to be part of the program, the telephone number is 0800 150811 if you want to talk about the Blues season. Uh, you even want to broaden it, talk a little bit about All Black selection with Steve, uh, even his thoughts on the Chiefs Crusaders this weekend. 0800 150811, you can text us here on 8833. You wanted to say something? yeah. Uh, good old mate Graham from down there in Christchurch. If he's listening tonight, I'd love to get love to get a phone call. I've been uh, giving him a bit of heat all season uh, on the talkback show. So, oh, he's waiting for. Uh, I hope he does he call waiting. in. Graham, I, give I, us a call. I, Steve I, Devine I, wants to talk to I you. I hope big he fella. does call in. And 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 you know what, mate? I'll just I'll just take it all on the chin. <laughs> hey, just on that though, I, I I sort of said this about six or seven weeks ago to Justin and Graham and a few people, and I said it after the Crusaders ended up losing to the Chiefs in that game in Hamilton. But I always felt that the I always felt that the Crusaders were going to go on and win this. And I still feel they're going to go and win this. Do you think that performance you saw on Friday night and maybe the way the Chiefs have played against the Reds and then the Brumbies, that the Crusaders will win this? Uh, Putting your absolute hate and disdain for the Crusaders in Canterbury and try and think a little bit more balanced here, Steve. I, I, after that performance on Friday night, I was like, "Gee, they, you'd be a brave man to bet against them, right?" They they just they got everything just on point, like everything across the board on point. But very rarely in this game, very very rarely, I've seen a performance like that happen two weeks in a row. So you know, I look back to. Um, uh, when the All Blacks smoked the Irish in the quarterfinal last World Cup and then they had an average game against England next up. It's like everything in that Irish game went their way and it, it's just very hard. You don't get you don't get everything perfect two weeks in a row and that's my concern. But if one team is going to do it, it'll be the Crusaders. How big is the home advantage? 
Uh, yeah, it's big. It, it is big. Um, you know, travel day, I'd say it probably affects um, more teams than not, but the Crusaders seem to be one team that can find their way through um, it, it, issues like that. It, it, it's amazing what Scott Robertson does. He just seems to be able oh. to bling, bring players in, call on the wider squad, and they just seem to just – it just seems to be – um, just such a seamless transition. Yeah, listen, I said I got asked uh, this week on the, on the breakfast show. Uh, you know, I, I said oh, I'm going to try and take some positives out of that performance by the Blues, and I still think the biggest positive out of that performance is that by God, I'm looking forward to watching Scott Robertson coach the All Blacks next year. Oh, me too. Me you too. Know, absolutely, I, absolutely, it, super excited it, by it, Scott Robertson coaching. But I've got to say, at the same time, I'm a little um. Should I be a little bit concerned now about Leon McDonald? Well, you know, I, well, I, it depends to see what Leon's role is in that All Black team. Um, I don't think, you know, he hasn't been the attack coach this year for the Blues, and and that's a good thing. He hasn't been the defence coach this year for the Blues. He's been the head coach, and he's sort of had an overall role of looking after everything, but not really looking after anyone in particular. So, I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what his role will be with the All Blacks next year. You're listening to Blues Brothers, Mark Watson, alongside of me, All Black, Steve Devine, and former Blues halfback as well. Graham, good evening. Welcome, Graham. Thank you. Thank you for answering the call, Graham. <laughs> oh, it was a difficult one. I'm going oh, to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay out of this conversation. Look, I'm really... I'm really um, Look, you know, I just, um, you know, I'm feeling really nervous because, you know, it's just a big moment for me to come on. But, yeah, no, 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 good on you, Steve. I, you know, I'll say hard luck and I I do mean that. You know, I, you know, it's good banter that you put on the radio and I know you mean it too in terms of how you feel about the Crusaders and, and the feelings mutual and that's, <laughs> and that's great. No, that's good for the game like Mark often talks about, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I was there, of course, and I, I was blown away, you know, all the last week. Because of the injuries, you know, Eastern Blackadder got injured. Then, you know, was Sam Whitelock going to play? And the Blues had been playing very well the week before, and we played the drawer. So you think, you know, how's this going to go? And then, you know, that what Razor and Scott Hanson and uh, his captain Scott Barrett and Richie Moana as a director out in the back line, um, you know, that and the whole team, the way they operated, they went above what the adversity they had leading up to it but you know the blues on the correspondingly yeah you're right you're right to ask questions and you know that i think leon and um don't don't properly you know i think it's difficult in those situations to fear you know you are clutching at straws like any of us when you're in the, on the back foot you know you're trying to say something positive out of you know um decimation really but yeah no it's um no it was certainly a grand performance and now it's this week that's you know the, the most likely final it's ended up with, you know, and that wasn't always looking that way. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it Saturday night, Steve and Mark. Mate, firstly, Graham, thank you for calling in. Um, I, I just wanted to say I know we've had a bit of rift this year and we've uh, had some very friendly banter, but, uh, mate, your team on the weekend, was that was as good as performance I've seen. And they weren't expected, you're right, they weren't expected to play like that. And, gee, they fronted up and... You know, everything they touched was just, there was just gold. It was just, uh, I've never seen a more dominant performance uh, on a, in, a, in a rugby semi-final in, in the history of the game. And, mate, you've, you've, Razor Robinson has put a hell of a team together down there. And as you said, they've had a lot of injuries and they just keep fronting up. And, you know, to front up and put your, your best foot forward uh, last Friday night, it was, it was, um, 
I'd hate to say it, and it pains me to say, it, but it was it was actually pretty to watch. Oh, it was great. Well, I said to someone, you know, today, it was great rugby to watch. I've seen a lot of that previous game about five weeks earlier when the Blues at fifteen three. So we're very pleased with the result, but you sort of think, well, it was a, it wasn't a great watch. You know, the one up in Eden Park, which could have gone in either way. That was a that was a great game, but the Blues really fronted up that night. But I mean, from the Crusaders' point of view. Solely, that was you know, um, yeah, you know, virtuoso stuff. But yeah, no, um, you know, it's, it's going to be. I, yeah, I know it's going to be tough. But you know, I'm back. I just think that, I just think the prep that Hanson, Scott Hanson, has put it will put on <laughs> Razor with his motivation. And yeah, the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs. You know, that a lot's been put on the home advantage, and it, it is. We know it here, of course. It, same at Eden Park with the All Blacks and Auckland teams in the past and Blues teams, but yeah, no, I still think that they will overcome that, but um, you know, it's going to be a hell of a challenge because the Chiefs will be, they'll want to put it 3-0 and over us and um, yeah, that, that won't make it easy, but I think they'll do it but yeah, well, just in three, three days time it'll be all on Mate, are you a little bit nervous that the, you know everything just went so right last week that it, it's hard to it's hard to replicate something you know, almost so perfect Oh, yeah, no, that's a fair point, you say, you know, because it's, it's going to be a different game, you know. As I said to Justin and and um, Mark on the weekend, yeah, I thought it was our best semi-final. He said that, you know, best semi-final performance ever, and he played in some tough semi-finals and finals, many of them, but, you know, we, beat, we lost to you when you were playing 20 years ago, you know, so and they were all tough games, but, you know, that was, was so good. But, you know, I think that, you know, they... They'll re, you know, they would have been all the prep. They would have, been, they would have been looking at kid crystal ball gazing, but looking at the Blues as an entity in itself. So, yeah, they, there'll be a lot. There's, there'll be a body of work going ahead to, to a possibility of playing the Chiefs in the final because it was always a likely case if we beat you guys, you know, last week. So, yeah, I, I, whilst everything went well, I think that they, yeah, they will fight. You know, I just believe that. You know, that they will have that in them. You know. It'll be closer, and the Chiefs will, you know, will try and put them off. The, you know, there's no doubt that's going to be a fair bit of niggle out there, as we find when we play the Canes too. Um, yeah, but that, that that they'll be prepared for that better than what say they were when they lost to the Hurricanes, you know, just a few weeks ago. Yeah, look, it's um, Graham again. Thank you for your call. Um, I, I, as I've said, I think the Crusaders will win this one. I, I just think they'll get the job done. I think you, you mentioned Scott Hanson there. You just look at Scott Robertson, the seamless transition of players just being able to come in. Um, I don't think that's, you know, they've had some outstanding performances in recent weeks. You don't just see the basic fundamental errors that so many other teams have encroached on a game during the season. Yes, they make mistakes, but they just don't seem to make them um, to the same degree as what we saw, say, from the Blues on Friday night. Um, 0800 150811, this is Blues Brothers, Mark Watson, alongside of me, uh, former All Black, Steve Devine. Cal from Turingi. Hi, Cal. G'day, mate. Hey, um, thanks, Mark. Hey, look, I'm um, Steve. Look, I, I, I spoke to Waddies the other night and things, and things like that. Look, <clears throat> Liam McDonald, he's come in and he's, you know, like he's improved things with the uh, Blues net. But hey, look... I've watched the Blues for the last five, six, seven years. Mate, the front five, they've never, ever been able to defend a a line-out driving more. They just 
they just haven't got it in them. Another thing about them, that leadership group, now, Leo McDonald and Dalton Papalini, after about that first 15 minutes, you would have thought they would have put a message down there, pull an injury, let's have a little talk, let's get them into a grind. Because something if you can do to the Crusaders is get them into a dog fight. Now, I'll tell you what, I, I, me and my waddies, we don't, we don't disagree about too much, but I'm disagreeing with them this week. Those Chiefs have watched that game, and I'll tell you what, those forwards of those Chiefs are going to say, hell no, they pull that stunt on us. Boy, we're going through the middle of them. You watch them. Wet, wet day up in Hamilton. I'll tell you what. I, I, I'll tell you a, a thing I reckon I'll do. I love that new boy um, uh, that's been pulled into the All Blacks. You put Peter Guthrie on there, first 30, 40 minutes. Um, the big hooker they've got from the Chiefs. And the big key factor, Brody Rakellick, he has been around. You pull those Crusaders into a dogfight. Cal, I, I, I 100% don't disagree with you there. I, well, we, we've spoken to Nick White, who's the scrum coach down there in the Chiefs this year on on, uh, on a show, and um, he, he said to me, and he kept, he may just said that they'll keep it simple. There's no, there's no way the Crusaders will get the front mm. football like the Blues allowed them. Yeah, but to have. they couldn't, they couldn't break down the Brumbies, mate. So why are they going to break the Crusaders down? Yeah, mate, the Brumbies are the Brumbies are a strong team. They're they're, they're no slouch. They're probably there's they're probably it's probably the Australian Ford pack there. So you know Very, that yeah. Brumbies team is no slouch team, and they've done it all season, week in week out, being able to slug away like that. And um, yeah, you know they they took their time to get over the top, but I that the Chiefs Ford pack won't let the Crusaders get the dominance early on like the Blues yeah. did. I, I, I'll guarantee that. Hey, Cal, look, I agree. Uh, look, I'm pleased we agree to disagree, and I, I hope you're right because at the end of the day, mate, I, I just want a really good Super Rugby final, mate. Um, I, I, I don't want the Crusaders to win this. I just think the Crusaders will win it. I, I mean, I'd love to see the Chiefs beat the Crusaders. Anybody living north of the Bombays wants to see the Crusaders get beaten. Correct, mate. I, I, I agree with you. But what, what I'm trying to say, though, what is they've looked, they would have looked at that game I tell you what, they were beautiful, the Crusaders. That was, that, that was the most magnificent uh, display of beautiful rugby I've seen. But I tell you what, two weeks in a row, boy, heck no. Well, they've won six in a row looking to win seven. So if anyone can do it, it is the Crusaders. Cal, hey, look, enjoy your night and thank you for being part of the program. Telephone number is 0800 150811. Uh, talk back is a better experience when you do jump on the phones. Uh, opportunity to talk to a former All Black, one of the Blues' very best, and Steve Devine. And uh, the lines are open. You can text us here on 8833. Some good texts that have come in, which we'll get to shortly. It is 22 and a half after 7. Telephone numbers 0800 150811 if you want to have your say. Uh, you can talk about the blue season. Uh, we are going to hand out some brickbats and some bouquets for uh, you know Blues Player of the Year, Breakout Player of the Year, Best Performance. Going to try and find some positive in what was a very negative performance on Friday night. Now, South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider, and also Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Right, I've got a text that's come in from your good mate, Mr. Hurricanes Valley and himself, Gordon Simpson. Okay, I'm going to read it out and then you can come off the back of it. He says, Hi there, Gordon Hurricane here. Can I ask why the Blues let me down last week, especially when my multi came through, except for the Blues? I was writing on Steve Devine's comments last week. Damn you, Steve. Rory, in the top five. Pick that one. Tommy Fleetwood, top ten. Pick that one. Brody Retallick, anytime scorer. Pick that one. 
Blues to win. A big return. Wife went to Melbourne for the weekend. Could have done with that money. That comes from Gordy. Is that, is that Gordy whose team lost the quarterfinal? Gordy? Gordy. Gordy? Okay. Uh, I, I felt he did play 12 more international tests than you did, though. For Scotland. Doesn't matter. Is that even a team? Yeah. Um, were they even a team in like the in the early two thousands, late nineties? Like, did they even compete? I don't know. You seriously? Anyway, um, um, I so I I felt pretty poor all week and disappointed and a little bit angry at times. But um, knowing that Gordy Hunter lost some money, uh, I actually feel a whole lot better now. No, Gordon Hunter, Gordon <laughs> Simpson, Gordon Simpson. Sorry. I actually feel a whole lot better. Thanks for letting me know about that, Gordy. Um, I'll, I'll do my chances to help you make some better tips in the future. Probably okay, not. Okay, let's go to the phones. Hi, David. Hello, hello. Is this, hello. Yeah. Am I, am I on the radio? Yes, you are. Oh, hello, David here. Um, yeah, listen, I'm interested with that uh, that Gordon text. Um, I also had a text. I also had a multi on that game too, and. Um, yeah, it was a little bit disappointing. Um, I really felt that Steve Devine sold me that game last week that the Blues would really get over the um, the uh, Crusaders. And, you know, I thought, wow, he's probably got a good point here because, like, they were missing eight All Blacks to Crusaders, yet the Blues still couldn't get over the top of them. It's, um, it's yeah, oh, it was disappointing. Let's just say that. You make me you make me disappointed. I'm not angry, Gordy. I'm not angry, I'm disappointed. It's not good, it's David. <laughs> good on you, mate. Hey, um Yeah, mate, listen, I guess at least it was a semi final, I guess. You know, we've got an extra week on the radio. Yeah. I know, I, I, I give you that. Um the um yeah, it was disappointing that See Nick Berry, I saw him after the game. Actually, I went down there for, for the day. I saw that nice gold watch on his um, his hand. Um, so um, yeah, he did well in that um, game the, follow- the the previous week at the uh, in Canberra. So um, yeah, it was disappointing. You know, the only performances this year the Blues can probably be be pretty happy with is the the two times they beat the Hurricanes. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. I thought and that, that was a good effort, and I thought that the I thought the Blues might have actually given you know. Uh, Jason Holland the court and say, how do we beat the um, the Crusaders? Because the Hurricanes actually did that this season. Gordon, one thing with you, Gordon, and I'll be honest, you haven't yep. been, a bit, in all seriousness, Steve Devine putting him to one side, you haven't been overly impressed by the Blues this season. I know we've had some serious conversations. You said, look, they're number one. I haven't been impressed by them. You, you, you just had that inclination, didn't you? There was just something not quite right with this team. Yeah, I, th- I just think they just they just I know that I know that um, there was performances and I probably Steve will probably agree with me here. There was times where they looked very good in games, but they just they didn't have that full game. That you know they didn't have, they probably didn't they probably didn't have like at least sixty minutes. They'd go for like in patches. They'd have a, a massive ten minutes and then they'd sort of relax and then they'd go another ten minutes. But they didn't. They I mean like the Crusaders' performance um, on Friday night. Man, they. You know, they were pretty good for 60, 65 minutes of that, that whole game. So, yeah, and I'm sure Steve will probably agree. I mean, they just, there was times where they just, they just, um, yeah, they just weren't at the races, if you like. Um, and, um, you know, they've got some, they've got some outstanding players, don't get me wrong. Um, the Blues have got an outstanding, um, um, I guess, bunch of players there, but they just didn't, they just didn't click. They just didn't click it for, for, for long periods of time. So, yeah, I always had my reservations about them. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you. David, 
Um, they, they didn't. They, they At no stage did they put a complete performance. One week they'd be good on defence, the next week they'd be terrible, you know. Really, they never really put a complete performance in, and I, I, you know, was hoping it was going to happen towards the end of the season, and it, you know, just sort of all fell apart. And I, I guess if you look back into that, the writing was on the wall a little bit that you know they weren't the team from the year before, and um, they they didn't beat the Crusaders, they didn't beat the Chiefs, um, they didn't beat the Brumbies. So all the teams are ahead of them; uh, they're ahead of them for a reason, and they weren't good enough at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, take nothing away. I mean, they deserve their spot in the semi-final, but it was just, you know, and I'm sure there's a lot of people around like yourself that were just disappointed in that semi-final performance. Um, what I will say, though, was the Scotland team of 99, we did play the uh, All Blacks in the um, quarterfinal of 99, and we we went down 30-18 to 18 in that game in the quarterfinal, but we, we damaged them so badly, the All Blacks, in that game that they lost the following week to France. So just wanted to put that out there. 30-18, that's pretty close for you guys. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It was when we were wearing these fantastic you, orange jerseys. That wouldn't have even been a bonus point, would it? Not even within seven? No, but it was probably the best result that Scotland had against the All Blacks uh, for a few years. So we, 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 we were comfortable with that. You know, no one expecting us to win. So we, um, But we just battered the All Blacks. You know, we battered them. So they just they just didn't they didn't, they didn't front up to the, uh, the French the following week. So, you know, we, we, we'll, we'll take that on our... On our chin, you know, and go. We 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 may have lost the game, but we, like the Scottish and the English, we we won the fucking we won the war. Congratulations, Gordy! You are in the the greatest <laughs> losing Scottish team of all time. Yeah, all right. We won't talk about two thousand when we came to New Zealand. Let's not do that, mate. <laughs> hey, I think I play. I actually played in a game. Did you play um, in around about two thousand? Uh, Scotland asked for a game they could win on tour. We put a team together called the Vikings in Whangarei. Yes. Mate, yes. I played in that game. Oh, did you? Yeah, what a game that was. <laughs> we, we put like 80 we, points we, on you. Yeah, you guys won. You guys beat us that game, eh? Yeah, I smoked you. Absolutely smoked you. And yeah, um, no, we bought our we, we bought our Scotland twenty ones over for that game. Mate, you should we, have. We, we had schoolboys. We yes. had school. And the reason yes. I remember this because we had a, this little kid who turned up, right? And he was from school, yes. still at school, and he's yes. he's going to play on the wing for us. And uh, his name was uh, Semi Tui Tupo. And uh, oh, I yeah. will never forget him from that day. He was uh, man possessed. Uh, you guys had uh, a lock, the tallest lock in rugby, like two meters eight or something yeah, like that. Um, he was. Yep. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Uh, Metcalf. Yep. Um, what was his name? I, I think I've mentioned him before. Yeah, I picked him up people. and spear tackled and dropped him on his head and he almost started crying. <laughs> he almost started crying. I told him to get up and carry on. He's meant to be an international rugby player. Get up, you pansy. True story, yeah, Gordy. I I might, yeah, no, I, I believe you. I, I might have mentioned this to, um, to Watto uh, a few weeks ago or during the, during the calls um, that... Um, I had to go into the changing rooms beforehand. This guy was like seven foot. God, what, how how big was he? Like seven foot three or four or something like that. Um, actually, sorry, I lied. He was seven one, but he had the he had the heart the size of a pea. So I had to start smacking him before the game to psych him up to get out in the field. So um, I mean, anyone who has that kind of size um, should utilise it. But this guy just, yeah, he just. Um, didn't really uh, have that sort of um, mental toughness. Well, he would, he, he he was just a monster of a guy. Mate, he, he, I'm he, closer to five foot than six, and I picked him up and dropped him on his yeah. head. Oh, he, it sounds like he would have gone well for the Blues on Friday night. Anyway, Gordon, anyway, Gordon, we'll leave it there. As always, thank you. There you go. Bit of banter. It's been going all year between uh, 
See you next year, Gordy. Gordon Simpson yeah, and no, see you next year. Steve, yep. Steve Devine, 28 and a half minutes away from 8 o'clock. You are listening to SENZ. You've got some texts that have come in. You can text us here on double eight double three. You can also jump on the phone, 0800 150 Chemist Warehouse, the Real House of Fragrances. DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. And a little bit later, we'll get Steve to give us his DHL Super Rugby Pacific Blues Player of the Round and then his DHL Super Rugby Pacific Player of the Round. 28 minutes away from eight. Yes, indeed. South Seas uh, Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific well-being service provider. Chemist Warehouse, the Real House of Fragrances. Okay, Steve, the DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Uh, who is your DHL Super Rugby Pacific Blues player of the round? Uh, it's a hard pick. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Harry Plummer. I thought he came on and, and carried the ball hard. He's not a big man. He carried the b- ball hard and for the... As soon as he got on for the first time, Blue started to get a little bit of go for it and, and scored a try. So um, Harry Plummer for me, he's battled all season, battled well, and um, good on him. Okay, and your DHL Super Rugby Pacific Player of the Round? I'm going to go with uh, Brody Retallick. I thought for the first time, yeah, we, last week he was pretty good. I thought this week there was that mongrel, that sheer mongrel that Brody um, possesses. He was around the field, he was angry, he was tough, and... Uh, really good to see that back. Uh, if Sam Kane, uh, not Sam Kane, if Sam Whitelock's back this week, what a battle that's going to be between those two, eh? DHL Super Rugby Pacific, catch the action live on Sky Sport or get tickets at superrugby.co.nz. Final this Saturday night, five past seven, between the Crusaders and the Chiefs in Hamilton. Let's go to the phones. Hi, David. Good day. How are you? Good, thank you. I am a David. Um... <laughs> Stephen, I sent you a, I sent you a, coast, uh, a text on Friday that hell would freeze over before the Blues oh. got the W. But uh, <laughs> yes, mate. I you... guess it was a mid a midsummer's night in in Christchurch last Friday, eh? Yeah, it got pretty hot down there, eh? At one stage. <laughs> <laughs> I um I I wanted to say I re- I um I really appreciate the work you do and. Um, I really admired you as a player, and uh, I was gutted for you the way you had to leave the game, but um, I hope everything's all right now. Yeah, mate, it's all right. If, if I look after myself, I, I, I'm all right, but... Um you know, if I if I don't, then things are get a little hard from time to time. But that's uh, that's part of it all. It's uh, it was a, it was a great ride while it lasted. I really enjoyed it, and um, you know, uh, given the opportunity, I, I think I'd uh, go back and do it again. I think we had that conversation tonight that I'd be uh, if I got the call up, I would I'd love to get the boots out and have one more run around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was about two. 2007 or 2007 or around there, wasn't it? Yeah, 2007 was my last year. Um, yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, it seems like a lifetime ago now. Hey, hey, David, who's going to win the final this weekend? Oh, mate, I can't go. I, there's, there's two teams I won't put uh, gold coin against. The one's the Crusaders and the other is now the Warriors. What? We can't mention. <laughs> we can't mention that filth on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, have you? I'm, I'm, I'm a recent convert. I always thought it was a um, a bastardised version of rugby, but it's 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 not bad watching. Well, it, some it? some might argue now it's an evolution of rugby the way it's going over there. It's certainly not the game they play in heaven, yeah. David. Hey, David, uh, lovely to have you on the program, and don't be a stranger to the show, and appreciate you phoning. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight double one. Hi, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Good evening. Well, good evening, Steve. Um, 
Stephen, just got a couple of questions for yourself. Just this one is just in and around clean out accuracy. Like I'm, I'm a Northlander. I love um, Tom Robinson, Big Red. What he's what he's brought, brought to this, uh, brought to the Blues since he's he's been there. But just something in this game, just in and around clean out accuracy. I, I, and I've seen this for a long, long time that he actually cleans out past the point of of, of contact. In fact. For example, if there's, a, if there's a ball carrier, he tends to go past the ball carrier, which gives the jackler an opportunity to get over the ball. And I'm just seeing these pitches all the time in his play, but I'm also seeing those same pitches with a lot of the Blues players. When they have their reviews on a on a Monday morning or, or whenever, do they actually look at that sort of stuff? Because you know the the difference between those two areas between the Crusaders and the Blues, I thought were chalk and cheese. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I, so I can tell you, I know, I know. When I used to play, this is many moons ago. That you could, there was software. The games would get clipped up. There was software footage. You, so on a laptop, you could uh, put in your name and put in, um, say, three seconds before and fifteen seconds after. And every single time you were involved in play a tackle or touching the ball or a breakdown, then it would automatically come up, come up on the screen. So you could watch. Every every involvement, every play you were involved in, um, like one after the other after the other, without having to watch the old game. So, mate, it, that was around back then. I imagine there's probably better stuff around now. So, absolutely, absolutely, they would be looking at it. Uh, I thought last year the Blues were the best team in the competition at looking after their own ball. Yep. I, I thought this year, and I've said all along through the year that this year they're probably seventh or eighth it's just we we haven't got the breakdown right this year at all and it's been a big part of why we probably haven't had the success we had last year oh very much very much so and the second point is just in and around your game drivers like if you look at the four teams that played on the weekend i thought well three of the teams the game drivers played reasonably well even if you look at the brumbies nick white and i think my changing point for them was losing jack Jack Debrasini, and you kind of look at look at Weber, and and D Mac, and of course Richie, and um, and um, I've just forgotten the Crusaders halfback's name, Mitchell Drummond, I think it was. Yeah. You know, they, they basically were able to change change things when things weren't actually going right. When I looked at sort of Finlay and and Bowden, you know, they were being put under a lot of pressure in those opening 15 minutes. The Crusaders were putting so much pressure on their space. The Blues looked like they were going to, the halves looked like they were going to play a game plan with second man plays, come what may. And I just thought at that time, you needed to take a little bit of the sting out of the, um, out of the Crusaders' offense. And if it meant playing the long game, kicking long, that's what you needed to do. To me, this is where your, your senior players come into play. And I've got to say, I was actually most disappointed with the 9 and 10. And I was kind of actually surprised that Finlay, like he's got a great work energy and he seems to get around the paddock, but I, I was a little bit surprised he actually made that, that All Black team. So I just want to get your your thoughts on those two as a combination, and was any any halfback unlucky not to make that All Black team? Yeah, Steve. I, listen, I I think I think when when you go to the Chiefs versus the Brumbies game, right? No no forward pack really dominated the other forward pack, so. Yes, there was pressure and it was intense, but but no team really went backwards. Like they were both sort of pretty much on par. When you look at the Crusaders and the Blues game, right? The the Blues were going backwards at a great rate of knots. So they couldn't. They were going backwards on attack. They were going backwards on defence. You know, it was just 
they were just so totally dominated. And and as a halfback, that's near on impossible to have a good game when you're going backwards at that rate of knots, right? So, so Finlay didn't have his best game, but uh, that's not entirely his fault. It's the it's the rate of you know it was the, the just the so overwhelming pressure from the Crusaders put on them, and the, the fact they're going backwards. Do I think Finlay Christie should have been the All Blacks team? I, I think 100. I I I I think he's the the second best halfback in the country. I think you're gonna. I think no one doubts that Aaron Smith's number one, and and then I, I honestly believe he's number two. He's he's a tough little bugger. He gets around. He makes his tackles. He's always covering covering the corner posts. Um, you know, he's got a, a tremendous work rate. I I just think that it's very hard for a nine to have a good game of rugby going backwards at the rate of knots he was going backwards. Steve, as always, mate, lovely to have you on the programme. Stephen Harris there, one of the most astute men when it comes to the game of rugby, very much a Northland man, has a lot to do with Auckland Club Rugby and some very, very good and valid questions there. It is 15 minutes away from 8. Telephone number is 0800 150 811. You can text us here on 8833. Mark Watson, alongside of me, uh, former All Black Steve Devine. We will take a break, and then we'll come back and run through some sort of uh, brick bats and some bouquets in and around this particular Blues team. But if you do want to find the programme, feel free, as I said, 0800 150 811. Uh, Mark Watson alongside of Steve Devine. Text that's come in. This has come from Simon. He says, come on, Mark, it's appropriate. Say it. Apologise to me. I'm talking about the Blues there. That was the line I once used on Radio Sport when Steve Henson, after a back of a loss, told me that the sun would come up in the morning and sort of almost just brushed off the fact we'd lost. And I was just so annoyed by the fact that it was okay, apparently, for the All Blacks to lose, and I demanded an apology, and it just came out. So that's for you, Simon. Um, and hi, Mark. Fair enough, you picking the Crusaders this week, but one thing you aren't taking into account is just how bad the Blues were. Under pressure, they are hopeless, and the All Blacks found that out last year with the Blues players. That comes from John. Comments on that one, Steve? Thanks, John. Thanks for your comments, John. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's not going to buy into this oh, one, John. It's been a tough show, John. Uh, no, I, I don't think it's Blues they had a shit game and um you know there, there's a multitude of reasons and I, I i don't think it's just the blues players that crack under pressure I, thanks john <laughs> okay let's run through our um let's run through our different awards you've written down some steve so i'll let you just take us through those uh i've got best back of the year for the blues i, I don't think it's really in doubt i think mark talia has been a standout <laughs> Gordon Simpson steps in. He says, I bet Steve Devine's player of the year is Mark Talia. I put $20 on that right now at the TAV. I'm just going to change that. I don't want, uh, I don't money want to make you. any money, so I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go Finlay Christie <laughs> or Bryce Heem. Let's go Bryce Heem for back of the year. Yeah. Uh, best forward of the year, um, and I know Gordy will put money on this, and I'm happy for him to put money on this, actually. It will be Patrick. Um, a close second for me was Hosking Satutu. Um, I, I thought they, they both had pretty outstanding seasons. Patrick, you know, a couple of injuries wasn't around for a lot, but gee, he made an improvement yeah, when he was back. I, I just can't agree with you on Hoskins or Tutu. I, I just, I, I wasn't surprised at all. He missed out on both teams. But uh, yeah, when you look at statistics, there's a lot of uh, merit in your argument. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's made, uh, I think I seen a stat the other day, uh, most run meters, most carries, most passes um, in Super Rugby. You know, he's there's some big there's some big stats, um, and yeah, I'm absolutely gobsmacked that he's not in the top six. Lucy's eight 
Lucy's in the country and across those two teams. What about breakout player of the year? Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I, I don't break out. Um, I thought uh, Riccatelli, I know he played last year, so he's not really breaking, but he didn't get a lot of game time last year. I thought this year he's been pretty yeah, strong. I thought he was excellent too. Um, I'm going to go a biggest battler award. I'm going to give it to Adrian Choate. Uh, that man can just tackle and loves tackling and tackles and he's just he just battles hard. He's not the biggest, he's not the strongest, but can can I suggest another Blake Cameron uh, Suafar? Yep, awesome. He, I, I, for for a loose forward who's not a lock, played a lot of lock and um, yeah, played well. Um, big and strong, loves to carry the footy. Um, yeah, certainly certainly had a pretty outstanding season to be fair by the, by the end of it. Absolutely. Do we have any other awards? Um, I've got. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go a special award. Um, um, best CEO, uh, Andrew Hall. We had a chat to him on the show a few oh, weeks brilliant, ago. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, great mind. Great footy thinker. Great team man. Um, certainly done some serious work since he's been involved down at the Blues and b- building a a culture on the rugby field, but also away from the rugby field. Yeah. So I just yeah, special um, special hats off to Hori. I know he's doing some great work and, and uh, let's hope it continues. Yeah, I, I can't say the same if they're media manager. Anyway, let's, <laughs> let, let, let's um, move on from that. What was the performance of the year? Uh, for me, I, I think the one game that gave me hope was when they played the Jura in Fiji. Um, not a lot of teams have gone over there and won this year. Um, two New Zealand teams have, haven't been able to win and they just the way they control that match um, from set piece to set piece. The way they just shut the game. They didn't give them any ball to run around with. They just controlled it. I just thought, here we go. This is mm. this is a change. They've they've gone out with a game plan and they've actually stuck to it and they've actually nailed it for the first time and very trying conditions. And and um, you know you look at the teams that have lost in Fiji this year. You must you you have to say that that's their best performance to go over there and get a bonus point win. Mm. Okay. Um, oh, look, I don't want to be too doom and gloom, and I know you're reasonably close to a lot of these players. The disappointing player of the year. Um, yeah, listen, I, I, how about this? I'll sit on the fence. I won't. I won't name a player, but I'll name an aspect of the game. I, I thought their attack. I thought anyone who's involved with their attack has, for me, has been disappointed. I don't think they've attacked the space as well as they can. They've. They've just given it to 12 a lot off a scrum to try and truck over the advantage line and, and get some go forward. And, and um, you know, that's hard to do when you run into a brick wall. I, I just don't think we've attacked the space as well as we could have. Our kicking game um, has been poor. We've kicked long and let people run back. You know, you just don't even kick the ball unless you're a chance to win it back. Key areas, key positions in regards to recruitment for next season. Yeah, uh, listen, I've got I've got 10. Obviously, we're going to lose Bodie. We've got uh, Peter Fetter. We've got young Zion Sullivan. Um, so we, we do have some young 10s, but you, you're never going to win a super title unless you've got probably the best 10 in the competition, and that's that's the way it rolls. You look at McKenzie, look at Moana, right? The two, the two t- best 10s in the competition are playing this weekend in the final, so you're going to need the greatest 10 in the comp. We've got uh, about 30 seconds. We need a 12. We desperately need a 12. We lost Roger. We're going to need a 12, uh, and we need some locks. Um, we had injuries this year that helped. I thought Darry was pretty good, but broken arm, but we're going to need some more fodder. We're going to need to carry another couple of locks. Uh, Steve Harris, who we spoke to earlier on the phone, just texted. He felt that breakout player of the year, Adrian Choate, but he's certainly in that mix. I could see him being picking up Blues player of the year if they did end up having awards. Uh, just um, quickly, too, not that I... Not that you care, and I know you don't care. Crusaders Chiefs, who's going to win that one this week? 
Uh, listen, I always say the team who, who finishes number one in the comp probably deserves to win it over the season. So, um, yeah, probably the Chiefs, I think. But you know, who's going to bet against the Crusaders? I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't bet against the Crusaders team. And that is the final show of Blues Brothers for this year. Special thanks to Steve Devine, but you'll hear Steve's dulcet tones on a number of different shows going forward. I just acknowledge South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service, Chemist Warehouse, the Real House of Fragrances, and of course DHL for their constant support of the Pacific Super Rugby.